Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. Before we get into this episode, I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. If you love our episodes, please do leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can help more performers for free. And please do share this episode with anyone you think this may help or may enjoy this content. I appreciate you and I'm so, so grateful for your support. In this week's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about agents. Who are they? How do they work? And how do you get one? I'm going to tell you everything you need to know in this episode. Who are agents? Agents are representatives for performers. They're kind of the middleman between performers and the casting teams. They're like the bridge in between. So their responsibilities as an agent is widely known that they put performers up for work. They submit them for roles and try and help get them work. Now, this isn't the only job that agents do. They also network for their clients. So they will go out to business lunches, meet with casting directors, producers, creatives, and they will find out what's going on in the industry. What are they going to be casting for in the upcoming months so that your agent can have an idea of what work they can be submitting you for and they can already plant the seed. They can discuss who you are and why you might be right for certain projects they've got coming up so that the casting teams know of you and know what you do. Agents can also negotiate contracts for you and make sure that you're paid fairly, that any additional things you want in your contract are written in, and they can go back and forth between the casting teams to make sure that the job and the contracts are right for you. Now, first of all, I wanna say you don't need an agent to work in this business. You can work in TV, film, and theater by being a self-represented performer. Now, the only thing with being self-represented is we sometimes don't have connections. We don't have the right feet in the right doors to get us in the right rooms. So that's where an agent comes in. They have the connections that we don't potentially have. They can get us seen for bigger projects. They can get us into more opportunities and more closed opportunities that we may not know about as a self-represented performer. So you can easily be in this industry have to be extremely proactive if you want to be self-represented but I was self-represented for a number of months and it really worked for me and it taught me how to be super proactive and it took me a while to find the right agent not every agent is going to be a great fit there are thousands of agencies out there so that's why it's important to research and do the right ones and trust the process that not every agent is gonna be right for you. And you just kind of need to go with the flow a little bit and trust in your journey and know that you don't need an agent straight out of college. I left and I was really panicked that I didn't have an agent um, because I left drama school with no agency offers. So I went into being self-represented and then I ended up with a really bad agent who I was getting more work than them. So it didn't quite fit. Um, And now after being self-represented for another year, I am now with a really great agent. So (laughs) trust your process and trust when it will be right for you, it will happen. So don't worry about putting too much pressure on yourself. Okay, so let's talk about who they are and how they work. 
So agents work on a commission basis only. If any agent tries to charge you a startup or a joining fee, they are a scam. Please do not give an agent any money up front. The reason agents are motivated to get you work is that it's industry standard that they work on a commission basis. So when they put their performers up for jobs, if they get those jobs, they'll take a cut of their paycheck as a thank you. So when we as a performer are in work, the agents are also earning money. If you pay them up front, they have no motivation to get you work. They've got your money, they've got their paycheck, they're fine. So that's why it's a commission basis job. And I also wanna make sure that I say, an agent doesn't work for a performer and a performer doesn't work for an agent. It's kind of a 50-50 partnership. You're both working to the same goal of trying to get you in work so you both earn money. So you both need to be proactive and make sure that you communicate well so that you're heading towards the same goal. So that you're both gonna hopefully earn yourself a nice bit of money. Before signing you, an agency will always want to meet you, even if that's a Zoom call online to kind of give you an interview, and they'll always want to see what you do, even if it's through footage or self-tapes as opposed to an in-person audition. If they don't ask to see what you do, and if they are prepared to sign you without seeing what you do and without talking to you, this is a huge red flag, and I urge you to sign with a different agent because that clearly shows the agency that you're going for has no industry standard of what they think might be right. They have no idea as to who they're representing and they have no idea how to get you in to help you in your career if they've never seen you. Like that blows my mind that some agents try and sign people before seeing them because how are they gonna know what they're representing And how are they going to be of a certain standard if they're not even sure they're taking on a certain standard? So for me, this is a huge red flag. So always make sure that you've not only performed for them in some way, whether it be through self-tape or showreel or in a person audition, but you've also had an interview with them. That's so important because it's just as much an interview of you interviewing the agent to check they're right for you as it is them interviewing you to potentially sign you. Um, so that interview is so important to kind of be like, okay, where do you see me? This is where I see myself. This is where I want to go. Can you get me there? To kind of work out if you're the right fit for each other. Um, people think that having an agent is like better than no agent. And that's not always the case. Sometimes having the wrong agent can be worse than having no agent at all. It will stop you signing from the right agent. Um, and they also could be steering your career in a complete wrong direction. So make sure that you take the reins and keep openly communicating and feel free to turn down offers if you don't feel like they're right for you. Don't just take them because they're your only agent offer. Try and make sure that you're with someone who you actually think is gonna help you and guide you and get you seen for more work. So agent commission, we've spoken a bit about this, but how much money do they actually get? So it's industry standard that they'll take between 10 and 20% commission. Now this will vary depending on the type of work, the length of contracts, and it will just differ from agency to agency. So what I'd also say is make sure you read your contracts thoroughly so you know the kind of commission basis that's gonna be coming out of your paycheck. Um, And also some agencies do take commission 
on work that you get yourself. So be really aware of that. If you've already got income streams that are coming in that you've got consistently before you sign with an agent, talk about having an exclusivity clause written into your contract so that they don't take commission on that because you've already leveraged and networked and performed to a good standard that you've got that income from your own merit. So if that's the case, you can have an exclusivity clause written into your contract. If you have no idea what I'm talking about and you don't have any stream of income, just ignore that bit, it's totally fine. But later down the line, if you start earning income from something you've done yourself um, and it's a consistent income stream before you sign with an agent, then you can think about having that clause written in for you. So how do you pay your agent? Well, thankfully you don't have to deal with any of the money side of it. It's all taken care of for you. The production company that you work for will pay all the money to your agent. This is industry standard. They'll pay all of your money to your agent. Their agent will take their cut of commission and then they will transfer the rest of the money that you have over to you. So everything you've got is yours, apart from obviously the taxes and everything you need to do with that side of it. But in terms of paying an agent, you never really have to, unless it's work you've gotten yourself that you then have to pay your agent commission for. Now, some people might ask, why do I pay commission if I found the work myself? It'll only be with some agencies. Some agencies won't charge you commission on work you found yourself. But the main thing is that if you get work yourself, you're then no longer able to do the work that your agency are putting you up for. You're not able to self-tape for them. You're not able to work for them. Um, So any time that's taken up with you earning your own work, you're then not earning them money. So Some people think it's unfair and some people think it's fair. Personally, I do understand it, but I totally understand if people think, no, I've got this on my own merit. I've got it myself. Um, You know, that's fine. It's up to you how you want to deal with that. But just make sure you read your contract before you sign it because once you sign on that dotted line, there's no going back. (laughs) So make sure you always read your contract. So now we've spoken a bit about who agents are and how they work. How do we find the right agency for us? Now, like I've said, there are thousands of agencies out there, so you really need to invest the time in researching which ones are gonna be right for you because not every agency is. So really take that time to be thorough and work out who you really want to apply to and who you actually think is gonna get you to where you wanna be. One of the best ways you can find agents that you think are gonna be right for you is by looking at people who are already doing the jobs that you want because the chances are that their agent has the right connections to get you in the right rooms and seen by the right people. So always look at the people who are doing the jobs you want and try and work out who their agent is. Social media is a great place to like find out this information. Most people in their bio have a repped by or their spotlight in their bio where you can find out everything. So it's always worth having a little nosy um, and seeing what you can find out, but see who's got the right connections that's gonna get you in the right room. So start at the end, who's doing the right jobs and then work backwards. What I'd also say is when you're looking at people who are doing the jobs you want, we also need to have a hint of realism. While it'd be lovely to be in the next big blockbuster movie and be represented by the same agent as Millie Bobby Brown or Tom Cruise, that's not necessarily where everyone's at right now. That doesn't mean you can't apply, you still absolutely can, but we just need to be 
a little bit cautious of who's actually at the right level that's going to help us right now. Who can we be with that's going to get us seen by the right people to work our way up the ladder? Um, Yes, absolutely. You can still apply to some of the biggest in the business, but really think, are they going to be the people that are going to get you seen for the right things for where you're at right now? So let's be intelligent as well as being ambitious. There's got to be a really healthy mix of the two. As I mentioned earlier, social media is a fantastic place. It's basically a free researching tool for you. Type in agencies on your Instagram, look at accounts, and you can see a vast list of agencies. You can find out where they're based, who their clients are, and they often publish what work their clients are currently getting. They'll always shout about this person who's going off to do this and this person who's got this credit. So that's a really helpful way of you finding out currently what their clients are up to. Because not all agencies update their websites on a regular basis. So sometimes social media is like the quickest way to find out who you're dealing with. The main things you wanna look at when you're looking at an agent is the type of work they're getting their clients. Is it in the right area for where you wanna be working? If you've got a cruise ship company, but you wanna work in TV and film, and the cruise ship agents offer you representation, you can go with them, but it's not necessarily gonna be the right connections to get you where you wanna be. So you really need to think about who's gonna get you in the right rooms and who has the right connections to get you where you wanna be. Think about how big or small the agency is that you want to be. Do you want a big agency with loads of connections or do you want a smaller, more boutique agency that you're going to have a really strong relationship with your agent, you're going to be communicating a lot and they've only got one of each type of person on their book so they're only submitting you for certain types of work. It depends what you're looking for in an agent. Both have the pros and both have the cons. So it's entirely up to you and where you feel you're at in your career. A boutique agency may be able to give you more advice and more support. A bigger agency might be able to have more leverage and know who they can network with, what contracts they can bump up for you, um, all those kind of things. So you've really got to weigh it up and work out which agency is going to be right for you for where you're at in your career. So how do you apply to an agency? Well, before we can even think about applying, we need several things. One, it's training. If you haven't had any training, get yourself to class, work with a one-to-one coach, work with someone who's gonna get your audition material up to a really high level before you apply to an agent. The second thing you need is a performer CV. If you haven't made one of these, head to the PDF guide that's below this video. I will link it in the notes below. And you can literally copy the template that I've made for you with all the tips and tricks on how to make a standouts EV. The third thing you'll need is a great headshot. Again, there's a guide for this below. So if you haven't got a headshot, it will tell you how to take your great one at home. And then the last thing that you'll need, potentially, you won't need this for every single agency. Since COVID, a lot of agents are not doing in-person auditions anymore. A few still are, particularly the youth and child agencies. They are still doing a few open auditions once or twice a year. Um, But most of them now you apply online. So you're going to need some footage to send off to them to show what you do. Whether it be a showreel, whether it be any footage of filming that you've done, or whether it be some really strong self-tapes. I got my agent through some self-tapes that I did. 
I hadn't got any footage at that point. I'm still working on updating my footage all the time to make really strong reels to apply to work with. Um, but at the time of applying for my agent, I didn't have any reels. I just sent some really strong self tapes. And at the end of the day now, you know, you're gonna be applying for work 90% of the time through a self tape. I rarely go to auditions anymore as a professional actress. Like most of my work is filming at home, which to be honest, it comes with its pros and cons. Like I miss the connecting with the panel in the room. But the fact that I can do it all from home is such a win because you can audition for so many things in a day. You can redo it. It's great. So make sure you utilize the fact that you're going to be self-taping um, and send them off some strong self-tapes. If you don't have any footage, self-tapes are going to be the way you're applying for jobs with them. So if they can see that you've got a great self-tape set up and you're really strong at doing self-tapes, that's, that's a big tick for them. Um, because that's how you're gonna get most of your work. So if you can show them that you can do that, that's great. So they're the four things you'll need. A CV, training, headshot, and some footage, showreel, or self-tape material to send to them. If you are on Spotlight, which is a casting directory, be sure to send them your Spotlight pin so they can have a look at your Spotlight profile. This just shows them a bit of credibility. They can find out everything on your CV. They can find out a bit about you um, and all your skills are on there and potentially all your footage as well. So that will be really helpful for them to see. So if you have Spotlight, be sure to send them your Spotlight pin or the link to your page. Uh, if you don't have Spotlight, do not panic, especially if you're under 16, because your agent will put you on Spotlight. So that's something you don't need to worry about. If you're applying to a child agency, they won't expect you to have Spotlight, as you need to have an agent as a child to be on Spotlight. So most people have an agent and they get them on Spotlight for under 16s. It doesn't quite work the same way when you're an adult. So if you've got Spotlight, send it to them. If you haven't, don't worry about it. Right, it's time for your application. You need to send a brilliant covering letter. You need to tell them not only who you are and what you do, you need to tell them exactly why you're writing to them. Why do you want that person to represent you and be your agent? And not only that, but what can you bring to them? What can you offer to them that they don't have? That'll sell you. And you need to know in this business, how to market yourself because you are a business. So you need to make sure that you're telling them not only what you want, but how you can deliver something that they might want. Always make sure you write a personalized email. Never copy and paste. Agents see straight through it, they take one look at it and they won't look at it any longer. They know when they're sending, being sent a blanket email to everyone. You need to be specific. If you're sending out template emails, you've not done enough research. No agencies are the same. So you need to pick out what it is about them that stands out for you. So never write a blanket email. Always find who you're addressing it to. There's always kind of a meet the team or an about us page that will tell you who works at the agency. Find out who your email is gonna be going to or make it out to a certain agent. If you feel like there's a certain agent who represents certain clients or a top agent there, send it to them. Find out their name and send it to that person. I know for my agency, there was different people in different areas of the country. So I applied to the Midlands-based um, agent who I'm now represented with because I'm Midlands-based as an actress. So it made sense. So I 
emailed directly to them rather than to someone else in the agency. So it's really important that you do your research and work out who your email's going to and you personalize it to them. A great tip is actually going on their like mission statement and picking out keywords that they've put in there and put it in your covering letter, subliminal messaging, to try and tell them that you're like perfect fit for their agency. Um, So that's a cheeky tip for you. In your covering letter, yes, you are gonna wanna be personal. You're gonna wanna tell them a bit about you. At the end of the day, they're investing in you. They want to market your brand to the casting teams. So you need to make sure that you're telling them who you are, but you also need to make sure you're really professional. A lot of people write really personal letters to these agents, which are great and filled with personality, but then they sign it off with a kiss or, you know, and they just let that professionalism drop. This is still a professional business contract. So um, you need to make sure that it represents that. Yes, be personal. Yes, be yourself and show personality and show what you're gonna be offering them. But also make sure that you're nice and professional in this email and you're showing yourself how you'd wanna be seen throughout this industry. Um, it's a professional relationship at the end of the day. So yes, be personal, but also keep it professional. And before you send it off, triple check that email. Check there's no spelling mistakes. Check that you've not written anything like several times. Um, Just go over it and read it through thoroughly. You've applied to an agent, what happens next? Well, it can take up to 12 weeks for an agent to reply to you. That's almost three months. So be patient. It's a bit of a waiting game what happens now and it's not an easy one. I've been there many a time and it can be really hard not knowing if any of the hard work you've put in has paid off. But just leave it, breathe and just keep working on yourself. Keep yourself as busy as you can. Don't constantly check your email. I used to do that and it used to drive me bonkers when I hadn't got anything. Um, So you've really got to learn to just let it go and leave it and hope that someone will get back to you. Um, It does take them a while because they have so many submissions each day. Um, And sometimes they designate like a day in the month to kind of go through and work out who's applied. So don't worry if you haven't heard anything for a while. Some people ask me, should I chase an agent? I haven't heard anything from them. I would refrain from chasing them. The chances are they got your email. Sometimes you'll get an automatic response confirming that they've got it. Um, Sometimes you won't. I would refrain from chasing them unless you've got something new to tell them. So if your showreel footage has just come through, send it off. Say, I sent you this application. I just wanna make you aware that I've now got a new showreel, so I thought I'd send it over for you as part of my application. Or if you've got a part in a really great show, if you've got a new credit, you can be like, I emailed last month, just wanna inform you that I've got this job. Um, You can come and see me, invite them to the show. um, And that might help your application. So I'd only do it, I'd only email again if I've got something new to tell them. Update your headshots, updated footage, a new credit, all those kind of things. Absolutely. If you've got nothing new to tell them, just leave it um, and wait a couple more months and then try again. I'd say at least wait six months, if not up to a year. I know that sounds a really long time, but you'll be keeping yourself busy in that time. Don't stress. The last thing I'd say is don't let it affect you. If after 12 weeks you haven't heard anything, the chances are you've been unsuccessful. 
Um, it can be really tough when you're hearing a lot of rejections, but you've got to remember not everything's about your talent. It's not a reflection of your talent. 99.9% .9 of the time, it's not a reflection of your talent. It's literally that they've got someone on their books that's like you. They just don't see the market for you at the minute. That doesn't mean you're not great. It just means you're different. Um, so there will be a time that is right for you. So like I say, just trust your journey because it doesn't need to all happen straight away. So trust the process and trust when it's gonna be right for you because I promise it will happen at the right time. Just keep going. <laughs> and there you have it. That is everything you need to know about agencies. If you've got any burning questions still, you're unsure of something or you're struggling with something, please feel free to drop me a DM at the Performer Journals on Instagram, or you can comment on one of my TikToks at Bethany and Wynn. I will try and reply as quick as I can. Please be patient with me, but I do try and get back to everyone. Um, so rest assured, I will do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. So if you are struggling, DM me on there. But I wish you the best of luck in applying. I hope this has been helpful. Please to take a look at Performing Arts Mag. It's in the show notes this episode, along with the PDF guides that I mentioned. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. If this episode was helpful, please do leave us a review on Spotify or on iTunes. Those reviews help us massively. I would appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin, and this has been Performer Talks.